Hello and welcome to the first episode of The Duder. I'm Dustin Kane, also known as The Duder, and this is my very first podcast. And by first podcast, I mean three hours ago, I googled, how do you make a podcast? So, <laughs> with no fancy microphones or editing software, we're going to go ahead and get started. It's just the mic on my Mac, so I apologize if it sounds amateur, because it is. For the first episode, I wanted to introduce myself and tell my story, but I wanted to do it in an authentic way. Uh, I've never done a podcast before, and I know that it'll be uncomfortable just talking to my computer. Uh, I really like back and forth conversations. I like going off on tangents, and none of that would come out if it was just me talking. Um, so one of the goals for the show in the future is to interview guests. Uh, I was uh, in the shower the other day, and I thought, why shouldn't I be the first guest on the show? Uh, if this is going to be about interviewing people and talking about entrepreneurship, I should be the first one on the show. And so today, my wife Sarah is here, and she is going to interview me. I was very, I was available. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was definitely available for this podcast. Uh, so, Sarah, say hi to our family, who's probably going to be the only people listening to this first episode. Hi, Mom. <laughs> uh, to introduce Sarah, she is an amazing, fine artist. Uh, she's sold artwork all over the country. She's also an author and an illustrator, and she's releasing her second children's book uh, next week, which we're both super excited about. Uh, it's called I'm a Girl, Hear My Roar. Woo. And... <laughs> And it's absolutely amazing. Uh, I can tell you that it's amazing because I've seen the whole process. Uh, lucky with, you. Yes, lucky, <laughs> lucky, lucky me. Uh, so also, Sarah is going to be uh, the first guest I have on my show because uh, I'm going to interview her for the ne next episode, episode two. Um, so in that episode, uh, you'll hear us discussing all about her work the new book, a bunch of other cool stuff, uh, and that's uh, that, that's going to be really fun. I'm excited about that. Well, this first podcast is sponsored by Natural Light and Cabot Pinot Grigio. Uh, not really, but we're definitely going to be drinking that during the show. <laughs> so uh, here goes nothing. For the first episode of The Duder, I will be interviewed by my wife, Sarah. Are you ready for this? I think it's pronounced Pinot Grigio. <laughs> That's definitely how we would have pronounced it. Um, well, so for the first question, what is the duder? Because it sounds like something you would find in your pants. <laughs> yes. Uh, funny enough, uh, it's something similar. Uh, the Duder is, uh, I've got uh, one friend from back in the day, Joseph Getz. Uh, shout out to Joseph. I've met him, yeah. Listening. Yes, you've definitely met him. Uh, and you've got your natural light going now. She switched from Cabot to natural light, which is great. Um, so Joseph was my friend, still is my friend, but we were uh, really close uh, in my early 20s. And... We, uh, just by circumstance, got to travel the world together. We went to uh, Peru and hiked the Inca Trail. We also went to uh, Wimbledon uh, in England. And this, out of nowhere, this it's a crazy, it's just my me being in my 20s. We were in London in uh, a duty-free store in the airport. And for some reason, that's that name duty free cracked us up <laughs> I mean, the, because you guys are so mature we were very very mature uh yeah. yes as 20 year olds and so we thought it was hilarious that something could be duty free and <laughs> i honestly couldn't tell you the rest of the story other than since then joseph and a few other of my close friends have always called me the duder and i it's the the reason that i call this the duder is because uh, this, the philo like this life philosophy that uh, just sort of uh, comes natural to me was embodied at that time in my life. I was uh, 
passionate about um, starting businesses, about finding just what I was capable of doing. Um, I loved traveling. I, it just, there was an, a unique balance of life where I was exploring a lot of new things and, uh, and, and, and traveling and just having as many experiences as possible. And so, uh, you know, the goal for this podcast for me and for my blog, which is also called The Duder, is just to communicate and talk and interview with people that have done very unique things. Uh, you know, obviously one of my passions is entrepreneurship, people that have started uh, cool companies, things that have changed the world, uh, unique ideas, but also people that have uh, really great work-life balance. I think that's something that we've, all, you and I have always talked about a lot is, you know, there's the nine to five grind, uh, type life where you, you may be making money, but you're not really fulfilled personally. Um, and then there's, you know, just what is that balance where we, you can, you know, we've got two boys and we'd love to just create a life where we get to experience the world, uh, mm -hmm. and, and find out what both of us are capable of. And yeah. so for me, at, the conventional life is not for me, I'll be honest. Yeah. I cannot stand it. It, It's not for me either. And you, we know that. Yeah, I just feel like I'm short-selling myself. We've lived together for so long yeah. that we know each other. And so the, long. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How long? 12 years? So long. <laughs> uh, yes, it's been a long time. But there was, at that time in my life, when people were calling me the duder, when my friends were... Yeah, I always thought that was D U D E R, like dude. Yeah. I didn't know. It's got a nice so it's too, so connotation to it. I thought it was like, oh, okay, well, that's still kind of cool, but yeah. now that I know that it's duder. <laughs> <laughs> so if you'd have known at the time, it might have been a deal breaker. I may but, have. Yes. Uh, amongst other things. <laughs> I have found out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's why this Just is a good kidding. conversation. You. You're getting a. <laughs> Definite insider. Oh, sorry, uh, that was the peanut grigio. Mm -hmm. grigio. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, uh, for some reason, that time was like the purest form of that. And I think, you know, all, all of us have that when we're uh, going out into the world for the first time, sort of exploring. And I feel like I would like to find out how now that there's, there's way that there's people that do it all the time and I'm trying to be on the path to it. I know you are too, where we are charting our own course. We're not uh, sure. serving anybody, but we're able to, you know, experience the world in unique ways and just, I don't know, find out what we're capable of. That's what I think is my most interesting to me is yeah. to find out sort of what I'm capable of. And so anyway, we've been on this, Journey. I, I think since we got married, it was pretty evident that neither one of us were really looking for a ultra conventional life. I right, think you it, always wanted to work, you know, for yourself and work for myself. Which, you know, I was I I was a tennis pro forever. I mean, when we I got married, <laughs> when we got married. <laughs> I was teaching tennis, which was no way. Which was kind of <laughs> like working for yourself. Yeah, it was. I was I was at clubs, uh, and uh, you know I had great people to work with. I had great bosses, mm -hmm. um, and there was still a one kind of a yes. It first, and here's the funny thing: this is what I you built your brand. Yes, I, because, I had a personal brand. Yeah, um, and then I. I transitioned from that. I was still coaching tennis all the time, but I was working at a school, coaching at a, a private high school tennis team. And that was super fun. And that was, uh, you know, a great time in my life. At, at the same time, there was something about that time that I loved because what I, I loved what I was doing. But when you love what you're doing, but it's 100% of sort of your income and what you rely on that it 
for some reason that can taint it. Uh, well, yeah. And um, so it makes you feel like what you love to do is a chore or a job. Right. And, you know, when you're working at a club or at a school, you know, you're, you're still on somebody else's time constraints and expectations and all that. And I loved everybody I was with. And it's just that. It was that nagging wife at home. It was just like. <laughs> it was <a> nag- <laughs> Yes. No, it was definitely not the nagging wife. Uh, it was always nice to come home and be with family, for sure. Um, but, you know, during that time, even still, I still consider myself an entrepreneur at that time because I was scheduling my own lessons, booking my own stuff, running a lot of my own things. So there, there was that element of freedom to it that I really enjoyed. Um, but at it's just like with anything else, when you when you work uh, directly for the money that you make, then it's it's like sweat equity. If if you want to get paid, you have to work that hour. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want there was no uh, you couldn't grow to a certain size, you know, where you were able to, you know, t- take time off or explore different avenues. Or any of that stuff, and that always fascinated me. So I mean, I did a lot of things. I mean, you remember Wabango? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Wabango yeah. was. That was one of the first. That was that was sort of one of my first entrepreneurial forays, uh, mm-hmm. other than teaching tennis, because I've never had. The, I, I'm talking like I'm uh, have escaped like the nine to five world, but I've never had a nine to five job. Well, I think that you've just always had an entrepreneurial brain mm-hmm. you've always thought on the bit on the on a larger scale yeah and you know that's that's what makes you unique i think and a lot of people don't think that way i do think a lot of, and, and it's that whole that that uh like i don't i can't even think of the word now but it's that freedom versus security sort of right balance and and there's been a lot of really insecure moments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Yeah, we'll get into <laughs> Yes. No, definitely. When, you, when you've lived I most... I mean, talk about a roller coaster. When you've lived most of your adult life without a salary type paycheck, because there's been moments... Right. There's What's been, a budget? What's, yeah, we, I yeah. don't know. It's, it's interesting. But it... it, it and I think that's that's what I would like I to talk about. I think we would rather this. this lifestyle. Yes. Than yes. Knowing what's coming in every month and being kind of like just bound to that number. Yes. There's something about that. It's like a, it's a restriction. Yeah. And and interestingly, because we've chosen this path, sometimes our restrictions have been a lot a lot tighter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> than, <laughs> Than what it should have been if we had a salary, but sometimes we've had uh, moments of extravagance. <laughs> it's so true. So everyone around us is like, "What's going on?" Yes, including us. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you feast or famine, yes. it's always, always been that. Yes, and so I think um, we've gone through a whole just uh, years and years of sort of putting our priorities in order and what what we do prioritize. And we obviously prioritize like our kids and you know, we want them to be in a good and I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Not all the time. I'm just kidding. Um, That was (laughs) joke. That was the peanut. That was the peanut. (laughs) Greek (laughs) you. Yes. But We've always wanted to have a good environment for them, and you know I feel like we'd do whatever it would take to have a good environment for them. Um, yeah, number and, one priority for sure. Yeah, and we love to do fun things. Like we like to go explore and see. Like we love, we love to travel. I think we really like change. Mm-hmm. I think you and I both really like change. Not that it. No, but that's. So if those are our priorities, and that's the whole point of 
sort of this podcast as well, is our our work life has to... Sorry, not just change, but challenges. I think we both constantly like to be challenged. Love it. Because we're both competitive people by nature. I yes. Think. Highly yes. competitive. Right. And so that's that's the point, is that if we, it, we've structured sort of our setup now where we are definitely challenged. Oh, we're and, challenged. But there's... Um, you know, it's it's really exciting. At, a lot of times, sometimes it is a struggle. But you know that for me personally, I really relate. I listen to Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, all these entrepreneur guys, and they're they're half entrepreneurs or half motivational. Mel Robbins. We both listen to Mel yeah, Robbins' five awesome. second rule. Yeah. Uh, I connect with those people. Those all all Tony those, Robbins for me. Sure. And I just weird how they both the same last name. Yeah. Um, yeah. First one, when I first read Mel Robbins, I thought it, I was reading Tony Robbins actually. No. I did. No. Yeah, because it just said Robbins on the thing. Oh. Well, so I didn't. But anyway. I'm sure she'd love to hear that. What? When, once I heard <laughs> it was a girl talking, I realized really quickly it wasn't <laughs> Tony. <laughs> but. That book, complete. That book was one of I think the things that really uh, didn't maybe didn't change my mind, but certainly validated um, some of the decisions I made because it is you. You definitely go through these uh, ups and downs at this moment. Like, is this the right thing to do? You know, I've got friends that you know they got into the corporate world right out of college, and now they're you know they've moved up three or four positions in their company, and they're. Making right. these nice steady salaries, and but, I just think I would lose my mind. Yeah, that's the old conventional life, but I yeah, think we're both. And so, you know, the to go sort of to go back in time and give a little bit of a preface where we're going is uh, almost a year ago, we were living in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, that was where uh, both of us basically had. had uh, went to college there. Went to college and cultivated our entire adult lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, was in Chattanooga, and uh, you know we had two as much as we could say we had. Um, basically, we were we were set in the conventional way. I we I had a good a good job at school, coaching tennis. Uh, I was. I, you were you were Sometimes working. Yeah. As a visual. Arts director and right. advisor. I had two right. different jobs at the same right. time. You had a large client base for your artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in terms of, uh, let's say, if there was very little stress in terms of we were, if we were going to be, you know, financially fine. I think that was we we're in a, a very normal. Um, but I, you know. For what we were just both of us going for, and I think just for for me, uh, you know, we had, you know, we wanted this sort of lifestyle that we were in control of, I guess, or uh, could chart our own course. We wanted to do something different, uh, unique. So, any long story short, we decided to quit uh, my job. And move to Kansas City, which is where I was born and raised. My mom lives here. I've got some family here, so it's uh, been an exciting. And my job, by the way. What's that? And my job. Yes, and your job. Yes, yeah. We quit both of our jobs in Chattanooga, and um, you know, decided just to take a chance on coming out here and starting starting fresh. And you know, that's been. I mean, a, the small part of my job, I guess. I mean, I always. Paint and light yeah. and all that stuff, but there was a part of my job there that was really special. Yes, to me. you you worked with a you were uh, as an advisor for the girls at advisor uh, at the school at the high school. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah, was yeah. and that was a blessing. That's and that we can talk about that more uh, as well. And the and when we talk about you in the next episode because that was <laughs> let's talk about you. <laughs> let's not, let's talk back about you. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we left. Is this editable? Nah, <laughs> Edit- we're not going to edit this. This will be more fun unedited. 
Um, so we moved to Kansas City, and we've been here ever ever since for a year. And it's hard to believe it's Almost been a year, yeah. yeah, it'll be a year in July. Yeah, and that is really hard to believe that it's been that long. But so we have, uh, you know, existed sort of on our own for this entire year without a traditional job. Uh, when we can, we'll talk about this more. But I, you know, I started Kane and Sons, which is uh, an e-commerce company, and we'll discuss that uh, some more maybe later in this podcast. But uh, what what I'm hoping to do is I want. Wait, let me the, ask the question. Yeah. What do you want? I'm the interviewer. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, Go for it. What do you want to get out of this podcast, <laughs> Dustin? Kane? It almost sounds like we scripted that question. No, I <laughs> have not been rehearsing. Uh, um, I, really <laughs> I would love for this podcast to be a resource for me and others. I want to talk to interesting people who've... Uh, found unique ways to live the life they want, um, to go go down the career path they want, to do, like, you're the perfect example. You are I mean, self- you have an amazing first guest. But I my cannot first guest wait for that episode. It's amazing. <laughs> Sarah, my amazing wife, has published, her, she self-published a book, uh, uh, how long ago was that? Uh, 2016 was my 2016. first. 2016. She's an artist, and she uh, wrote and illustrated a book, uh, Nana's Royal Mess, which is uh, it's, it's funny because it's about my favorite baseball team in the whole world. And your mom. And my mom uh, and her devotion to the Kansas City Royals. Uh, and it also is about just sort of the love of uh, a grandma and her, her grandsons, which are our two boys. Um, it's amazing, and I gotta throw props to Sarah because your book is not only being sold on Amazon, but it's also in uh, it's actually in nice. right now the Royal Stadium. If you can buy it at Royal Stadium, yes. uh, and we and know several other places online and, and stores, yes. Barnes and Noble, and we know of Kansas City Royals players who own it. Yes, we which do. should we? Is, it's pretty it. cool. <laughs> Can we say it or do Go it? for it. Ian Kennedy. Ian, starting pitcher, Ian has Kennedy. Has my book. Has the book <laughs> in his house, which is uh, outrageous. Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm still waiting for the dinner invitation. I don't know. I haven't gotten one yeah. in the mail. But. <laughs> I uh, definitely need to tag along to that. Uh, no, you're yes. not invited. If any Royals players. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm going. Nope. Um, but. And now you've got your second book that's coming out, self-published. So you're exactly what this, what I want for this podcast is just the encouragement for somebody who took their uh, just sort of passion about art, passion about uh, being an, what you call an an advocate for children or, uh, you know, just you're passionate about um, our kids for sure. And, your next book is I'm a Girl, Hear My Roar. And that's just, I mean, yeah, that's... your passion for teaching girls that they have the power in them to be whatever they want to be. Um, you know, I'm so excited about that. But just to take that, but then you take it and then you actually make it reality. You do it, not only you go Which through the process. Which is very doable do right. nowadays. I didn't have a degree in making children's books no i taught myself everything but everybody has those tools now online to do right. absolutely whatever like fix our oven like i did mm-hmm. a couple years ago mm-hmm. when all i did was google it i mean the information is out there the sky's the limit anybody can do anything i agree and that's what i'm going for because that's inspiring to me i mean if you tell me, you give me a story that you just you can do that, it, it's so encouraging for me to to look and see what other you know how I can grow what I'm doing um, and not be scared of taking something on all by yourself, uh, which is fun. Yeah, and well, I, it it especially works for me if somebody tells me I can't. 
because yeah. then I'm definitely doing it. And yes. I've had some people in my life, mm -hmm. you know, not not really, but maybe it's just a good uh, challenge for me. I think I like to challenge myself and just, yeah, mm -hmm. do stuff that I've never done before. And I get an idea in my head and I'm like, well, why can't I do that? Well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. And then... Right. I think that's what... When it comes to fruition, you're like, well, holy moly, that just <laughs> happened. <laughs> now what? I think that's uh, one of the things we like about each other is we are competitive like that. If somebody says you can't do it, then it is for a watch out. I'm going to give it my yeah. full throttle yeah. uh, effort to do it. And the tools, sure. the tools are out there. I mean, that's really similar to... Um, Canaan Sons, which I started in 2015, mm -hmm. you were there for the whole part of it. <laughs> the boxes of sometimes. For the sure. boxes of products that would show up uh, and fill up our sometimes living room. Sometimes I would just nod my head and smile. But, <laughs> but that was, uh, you know, and this is what you're you're uh, doing with your books. But in 2015, when I started Canaan Sons, that was the very first time I had ever done anything that created actual passive income like we yeah. would wake up it's crazy and yeah. we would freak out we'd wake up in the morning and i would check like, sales and i had sold products on amazon uh and you know amazon had done all the fulfillment process and all that so we hadn't done anything while we slept we wake up with like we made 60 bucks while we were sleeping we would freak out like yeah. it was the coolest thing uh, and it still is the coolest thing <laughs> to know to know that, and you know so that when that happened. But it's amazing, and maybe you can talk about this some other time. I learned how to do that because you have your MBA, but you didn't learn that in college. Like this, this material that you learned right. was all absolutely. You tell a story, but yeah. it wasn't something you learned in college. No, so I, in, in college, I learned like what the definition of revenue was, what the definition right. of profit was. So you was. sort of have to be you know, like progressive and you have always been very current and futuristic, future thinking. Right. You know, so. Yeah, I'm fascinated by that stuff. Like what is the new the key to your success, thing? I think, is that you're always on top of whatever is going on yeah. currently. At all times. Yeah, I, I am a little neurotic about that. I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I love learning new stuff. And, yeah. And it's... Uh, it's damaged our marriage a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell you all about it at all times... Oh. Uh, definitely, There's not a fact that I don't know. Yeah. I definitely have a problem with <laughs> if I read Thank something you. super cool. You have I to do. share it immediately. Yeah. I'll find and then you. usually I'm the one who's around to listen to it. Yes. So I have like a bunch of useless facts in my back pocket. <laughs> and they come out yes. now with random people and they're like, who are you? Yes. And I'm, like, I'm Dustin Gates' wife. <laughs> For the record, we both work at home. So we do see a ton of each other. Yeah, it gets old. <laughs> but mm. it's awesome. He's such a great guy. So it's, it's good. Oh, hang on. Let me get I got to get another beer real quick. Um, and when it's not, then, you know, yeah. I go on a run. <laughs> We've been on lots of runs. We should get some punching bags. Yes, that would be good. For sure. <laughs> but, um, so what were we talking about? We were talking about Kane and Sons. I guess. Yeah, Who well, knows? probably talking about you. I got, <laughs> I got sidetracked while I was getting my... Uh, I'm getting my beer. So but, trying to get sponsored. But Kane and Sons, I mean, yeah, it was that was the first time I ever made passive income, and that was what I was going at. Is I realized, okay, I I love teaching tennis. I really do. I well, you're really good at it. I really love it. I've always loved it. There's you you get you're with people, you get feedback, you're helping somebody. It really, really is fun. But it's if you could hear that on the podcast that That's was our, that was our cat <laughs> he was meowing yeah um but with the test lesson if you work you get paid for that hour 
And when we woke up in the morning after we launched our first product on Amazon, and there was sales, and we had been sleeping, that was a revolutionary concept. Like, we did work up front, and from then on, there is the chance of perpetual sales that's just passive, and the income is passive. And I thought, okay, I have to find every possible way to scale this right now. And so I did. Over two years, I slowly grew the company. You know, the product started selling more. Uh, these weren't large products with high profit margins. Uh, there was more of a, a lower profit margin and high volume type products. And they grew. And it, it really uh, gave us this sort of um, foundation where we, we felt like we could just take off on our own. We knew it was going to be, uh, at the time, we knew, we knew we weren't set up, set up forever. No. But we knew we could take the jump and just say, okay, let's go ahead and let's find out what the two of us but are doing. I honestly believe that, and this is something that you're better at naturally than me, I, I feel like your positivity sort of just throwing it out to the universe and out to the world always brings back a positive result. And that's one of my favorite things about you, but I, <clears throat> uh, you know, it's not that I struggle with that, but it's like, it's hard to stay. It is something that, especially as an artist, I, I really sort of, struggle with staying <laughs> positive mm -hmm. all the time it's like it's exhausting i yeah. think that's what i think that is what is so ex it's the the part of this journey that is exhilarating but it's also exhausting mm -hmm. at the same time is the amount of energy that you have to put out daily and but it's a good thing too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not. I'm just saying. I, I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm just, yeah. you know, it is well, what it is. It's but a it's, source of. You have to pull that yeah. from within constantly, and oh, you yeah. have to get that energy from outside sources. Yeah. You cannot rely on your mate. You cannot rely on your. Yeah. You, you have to just constantly look to. Well, it people is interesting. Like, it's interesting, and it's in it's probably more this way for you. But I mean, your work is a source of pride, and right. it, it's personal. I mean, with your artwork, it's extremely, extremely personal. personal, and with your yeah. writing, it's extremely personal. And I feel that well, I have with, a lot of feelings other than just positivity. Yes, so I, it's I like, no, I get, I understand it totally, and so do I. And I, what I, my point is, as that, humans, we do. So uh, my point is, I feel that way about. I mean, my products, I mean, it's even, it's even the stuff that I've decided to sell for some reason becomes very personal. It's like, cause it was my decision to pick that. So if somebody knocks my product or mm -hmm. anything, it's, it's a personal attack. And then if you, uh, you know, when we were talking about this before, but you know, you, you can go talk to people, uh, and people that you care about or care about you and they're, you know, you just feel like maybe, you know, if you were doing something that was more conventional, <laughs> everybody would be, you know, more excited or happier. And it like, that's a knock against you. And yet, yes, you have to have this like inner source of positivity that comes out. And I, and I do feel like that is, uh, that's probably one of my strengths is being positive. But uh, imagine what a gay musician would go through. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah. It. I. I know. It's. It's hard, and I don't. I don't know. It's funny that. Uh, you know, we're we're talking about this because I think I feel like that we're both super confident in ourselves. Yeah. Um. And. And I meant that as a compliment to the gay musician, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yes. They're great. If people knew me, they would know that. <laughs> 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 <May not. laughs>
but yeah, that's that goes that goes to the point of putting yourself out there. I mean, you're putting your you know this, you know when it's so easy to go get a job somewhere and just do what somebody tells you and work. Mm-hmm. And you can leave and be like, ah, oh, I'm so mad at everybody in my company. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can just you can throw them under the bus. You can do okay, whatever. With this, you have nobody but yourself to blame. Yes. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's all on you. So it, I do feel like it takes a unique individual, and that's why I can't, I can't wait to reach out to, to people and just to see the experiences of all people that have, have uh, sort of chosen this path, this entrepreneur path. Uh, and I take the word entrepreneur very uh, – a big net. Like it's not – just uh, somebody who starts a company, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a writer, you're an entrepreneur. If you are a musician, you're an entrepreneur. If you, it's an it's an yeah. artist, you're an entrepreneur. If you're if you're doing if you're charting your own course, yeah. you may have lots of people you're taking along with you on the ride, right. you know, but you're an entrepreneur. I mean, and that's. So fun to me. I mean, since we've since we've moved here, um, we've had the entire day to uh, do with sort of what we wanted. I think both both you and I can say we definitely uh, focused on like fitness a lot more than we have in the past. Um, we've you know, we've got we've got time to sort of. Uh, allocate towards that um, and you know we've I we just explored so many different things and that that's what I want is I'm trying to not perfect because I think it should be uh, constantly flowing but I really want to find this balance in life where I'm doing things that are fulfilling you know they're able to, uh, to to make money to get in, in the same in your this exact same way. We're 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 trying to do things that are fulfilling to us. They have a meaning for what they're doing, um, and we're able to support the lifestyle that we want. Yeah. Um, you know whether or not that means uh, in, in the future we're millionaires or if we just live just do well, you know we don't know where these things are going because that's that's not necessarily the goal. The goal is is are we content with with our life? Are we able to do the things that we want to do? Um, you know, are we? And and I, you and I both get bored of things. Right. And That's so, for sure. I mean. you know, this is what's so so unique about you. And I want to talk about more with you is that, you know, you've done portraits, you've done fine art, you've taught uh, elementary art, you've now you're in now you're uh, on your second uh, children's book uh, yeah. illustrating it. You're you've uh, designed furniture. You've you know, and we've talked about things and that you're passionate about exploring in the future. Mm-hmm. It's so cool because there there's ways for you to do all those things. Yeah. As you feel and and support your lifestyle and you know support a, a family and and the well, same not very well, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully we'll get to that point. But if it does, I mean, you know, I, well, that's on the next episode. Yes, that will be all That's about a cliffhanger you. for all of you guys. Yes. Um, so I think the, the takeaway, the whole point with this is that um, I just want a place, a forum in this podcast is it to where I can gain insights from other people, from what, yeah. what they've done. Um, to sort of help us, help me, uh, just chart our the course better. Because I mean, I get I get 
I could talk to people for hours. I know. When they're interesting mm -hmm. and they have a cool story. Or even when they're not, you could talk to a wall um, <laughs> for hours. I'm still pretty good yeah. about that. Yeah. But for some reason, I find fascination with everybody. Like, I can, you yeah. know, just people's stories are, are unique and interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I want to tell my story. I think one of the things that uh, is missing today in sort not society, but you know, there's a lot of um, self-help books and you know courses on how to do all you know whatever you're looking to do with business. I've read and bought so many courses; it's not even funny. Um, you know. Most of them are get-rich-quick schemes that didn't pan out. <laughs> no, really? Yes, but I learned some... Oh, they I, didn't pan out? I learned a couple That's things. That's to me. Yeah, I learned a lot of what not to do. Um, <laughs> but what you never really hear is... You always hear the story after the fact. You always hear, you know, you're talking to the person who's... Their struggle was like 40 years ago. A long time ago. They, like, they've wow. made it. It's like they're recanting. Can you even remember how you yes. made it? They're <laughs> recanting their journey and their, you know, and it's like, it almost me. seems like, okay, well, it's easy. It's like hindsight is twenty twenty. When you look back, you're like, they, you know, how much of it is, is edited, <laughs> you know, but I would like, I mean, part of my journey is I want to, I mean, I'd like to bring people along with me. Like, this is reality. This is somebody who decided to go at it alone. I happen to be married to somebody who also decided to totally go it alone. <laughs> uh, we have constant battles back and forth uh, within ourselves of, you know, is this the right decision? Should we be doing this? And we also sometimes are so proud of ourselves. And so certain. And so this certain. this is what we should be doing because yes. it is. Because yeah. this is our passion. This is yes. who we are. Yeah. I mean. This is, if I did anything else, I, it's not about me. That's the next episode. Cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> but if people knew us, if they saw our conversation, they'd be like, are they neurotic sometimes? Because we'd be like super <laughs> excited about everything that we're doing. Yeah. Oh, come in. Boom. I'm so all of a sudden, it's like, ah! Yeah, I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Should I be? Okay. And there's like a total 180. But that 180, <laughs> to our credit, that 180 when we're like, why are we doing this? Why should, why should we be doing this? It's like, it doesn't happen very long. And then we're very back to right. being yeah. super proud of ourselves. And I think <laughs> everybody who tells this story... And then sometimes you have days though where you're you're stressed out or you're second guessing yourself and I'm fine. And then so I sort of, you know, either one or two things, either I feed off of your stress, which happens quite a bit. Yeah. Or cuz I'm such an empath, which mm -hmm. look it up. The yes. real thing. You you definitely are. Or or I'm able to sort of pull you out of it. And I think it's the same for me either, you know, I, I actually, I think you always just pull me out of it. You're really good at that. You big sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Not always. Um, Sometimes you get mad. Just kidding. Yeah. We'll edit that part out. <laughs> Sometimes I do get mad, but that's okay. That would be very normal. Um, but my that's no, just, honey, it's okay. You're a starving artist. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but see, this is my point. This is like nobody tells this story. Everyone always tells a story about oh, you know, I'm oh, I'm son, you're a Picasso. I made it. I make you know. Oh, look at me. I make one hundred twenty thousand dollars a month. And let me tell you how to do it. I mean, like you're skipping over the years of. You deciding to do this and then learning everything, the agony, the the pride, the people that told you. There's you a can't, lot of real that gets lost. There's a lot there. of real. There's people that tell you you can't do it. Why are you doing this? You're going unconventional. Right. And 
you're torn and you know what you should be doing, but you know, it's constant. Should I take uh, loans out? Should I bootstrap it? You know, there's a million stories about everybody who goes out on their own, uh, but they're always after the fact. And nobody, I think, I think it's encouraging to people. I've been, there's so many people that I listen to. Every day I go for a run, I've got, I'm trying to listen to somebody, whether it's a podcast or it's an audio book. And I, I love it when these guys tell the stories of the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because there's something that's so, I can relate, I can connect. Yeah. You know, and I am, I have no doubt that, you know, the future is going to be great. I don't know what it's going to look like. I know I'm open to anything and trying anything. I know that you're the same way. I know that um, if it's tough, we've got, you know, we're both uh, smart people. and We can figure out ways to, to make it work. But I, I do think that our we know who we are. And I think that we know who we are and we know that we're capable of doing it on our own. I think that a lot of people feel that way and they have the spirit. I think they get stuck on the how-to. So maybe that's your next episode or whatever. It is that people are like, okay, so I have the ambition. Mm -hmm. I have the vision. I have the work ethic. But how do I do it? Right. Like what? What's it gonna take? Where's my? What's my first step? Everybody gets hung up on their first step, right? Because it's a big one. And that's what I'd love to encourage people to do. And they're the one of the very first podcasts I ever listened to was when I started my Amazon business. Uh, it's a guy named Scott Volker, uh, and he, you know, I learned a lot from him. But he, at the end of every podcast, he said, "Take action." Yeah. Just do Just something. Freaking do it. That takes. Action. Yeah. Now. And that, I did it. I, I took action and it made something. And. Yeah, two kids. Yeah. <laughs> Zinger. I didn't need Scott uh, to tell me to take action on that one. Uh, but yes. Uh, but I, that's. You're blushing. Um, I am. Uh, yeah. It's fond memories. <laughs> Uh, but that's what this is what I want is this to be to encourage people to take action and and to know that they're listening to somebody who's not uh, telling them how great they are I mean we are in the we're in the middle of our of our journey and I would like for the course of this podcast to be we we meet unique cool interesting people that are charting them of course yeah i definitely almost burped but that's okay it's just the first episode almost nobody listens to Thank the first you, episode Daddy Light. they never <laughs> nobody listens to the first episode they're going to catch on this sucker's going to catch on at like episode 18 80 million <laughs> hi mom yes there'll be just a few people who go back you know turn Aww. back the dial but We'll have it for our memories forever. For our true fans who, uh, when it's (laughs) 2000. All two of you. All two of you. Thank you. (laughs) In 2024, when you uh, looked back to episode one, um, yes, you'll know that we burped and stuff on the show back back in the day. (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm going to be reaching out to as many people as I can find uh, that are willing to come on and. Talk right. to me, basically, and yeah. our few fans um, oh. that we hopefully can find. But I, even if I get nobody on this podcast to you listen, you can talk to, yourself. Yes, I will talk. But if I can talk to forever. other people, even with no listeners, it's going to be so fulfilling to me to learn the stories. It'll be nice for me because then I don't have to listen to it. You have. <laughs> You've always thank told, you, fans. Thank you. You've, you've always told me uh, I should be on radio. Yes, I was like, and not because you have a radio face. Super smoking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same for me. Hashtag, hashtag super hot. <laughs> so, 
I mean, that's the story. We're, we've charted our own journey. We've been a, for a year. We've been on it. And uh, can't wait to see where this sort of, this sort of goes. Um, I really can't wait for my guest on episode two. Oh, my God. I heard she's, like, amazing. Yes, she's amazing. She's gorgeous. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to have her in the studio, <laughs> uh, a.k.a. our living room. <laughs> Stop it. And so yeah. um, we will get to find out all about you. Well, I hope I can make it. First of all, let me check my calendar. Yes. I'm kind of busy. Okay. <laughs> and the good news is you've got a great uh, interviewer, me. And you've been a fantastic interviewer oh, well, for my first podcast. You. I asked two questions total. Barely squeaked them in. And I talked the whole time. <laughs> yep. I was worried about it. I thought it wouldn't be natural. Well, I feel like I'm a really good sidekick for your all your talking because it maybe, makes up the you know. Maybe we'll have to have you on all of them all the time. Just to for the inner for the ratings <laughs> for the ratings for the ratings. Yeah, exactly. Don't edit that part out. I won't edit it. I don't even know how to edit. <laughs> it's I'm just, true. <laughs> I'm just gonna hit stop. And <laughs> see what happens. Publish it. Like, oh my god, you talk too long. We can't publish it. <laughs> Hopefully, I can figure out how to publish it, and then we'll go from there. But we'll, we'll take action. This is gonna be the first podcast. Uh, so excited! And episode two is gonna blow this out of the water. It's blow your mind. We're. I, I feel like we're professional now. We've done it. Pretty good. So we will. Uh, Somebody tell us we aren't, and then we'll like. Really? <laughs> well, yes. Well, well that'll no, motivate us. Yeah. We'll have the number no, one podcast like, no. in the universe. I know you didn't. <laughs> so, so, thank you very much for interviewing me. You're welcome. I and I do love you. I love you, too. <laughs> very Doesn't much. even sound forced. No. And, well, so. it's... Um, I'm nervous. Yeah, right. And in front of my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. All right. So I think that wraps Peace it up. Peace out. That is the first episode of the Duder in the books. Uh, Don't was... Duder it in your pants. <laughs> I might edit that part out. Okay. That was, uh, that was fun. So we will see you guys uh, in episode two when I get to talk again. To my awesome wife, Sarah, yeah. all about There will her. be other guests at some point. Just stick around. Maybe there will be. Maybe there won't be. I maybe don't know. Maybe it could be, uh, maybe it could just be every us. day. We, a year of podcasts. Every day we're just, shuffling. Just the two of us. So. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you in episode two. This is the Duder. <laughs> Bye. Bye.